Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sequence Break. My name is Lat Mackey, and this is episode number eight, Storm Crow 56K. First, I'll let you introduce yourself, and we'll talk a little bit about how you got started. And then I'll, I have, it's fun for me, I guess, because that's how I discovered you. But, but first of all, uh, please introduce yourself. When did you start playing video games? Like, tell us a little bit about your story. Sure. Um, yeah, Stormcrow 56K. Um, I mean, started playing, you know, at a very young age. I mean, I, I can't remember, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, I know we had a Nintendo, an NES, um, very, very young. Um, I'd, I'd say the first memory I have is I remember when we got the power glove. Oh. Like I vividly remember that night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we, we had a blast with it. It didn't, it took a couple days before we, you know, had the disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the inevitable but, uh, disappointment of the power glove. Right. Yeah. And like, I, like, I don't remember ever seeing it again. Like I, I think my parents might've returned it or something. I don't remember playing it with Punch Out, but I remember seeing the commercial with the, it looked like you could, you know, punch the people, you know, the boxers in Punch Out. And I don't remember it ever working like that ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> cool concept. Really cool concept. So, I mean, so, okay, so you were an NES guy first. Did you have any other consoles besides NES in the house? Do you, do you remember? Um, yeah, definitely. And yeah, like my, my dad was kind of into games back then. My mom played a little Tetris too. Um, we got a Genesis after that. Like, I remember that vividly. You know, that was like a couple, a few years later. We got it a little bit after it came out. Um, That's, so I got I got I, 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 uh, you know, almost a lot of people have been talking about their play- parents playing Tetris. So that, mm-hmm. I, I always thought that was just my parents that stole our Game Boys and played Tetris. Oh, yeah. But apparently that was a thing for parents. <laughs> yeah, Tetris is universal. <laughs> doesn't matter what age you are. You love Tetris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool, man. Okay, so, I mean, tell us a little bit about when you first, like, discovered um, speedrunning. Like, what was your first uh, experience with speedrunning? Sure. Yeah, and it's funny. I was listening, you know, to, to a lot of the Enemy podcast, um, and he talked about that TAS video, which I didn't even think about that. That Super Mario TAS from, like, 04 or whatever. Really early so on. Guess, yeah, so I guess technically that would have been it. Um, but, yeah, no, I... Um, I, I was started getting on Twitch when I was really, I played Magic the Gathering. I still play. Cool. Um, and I started streaming actually as a Magic the Gathering streamer. Oh, nice. Doing drafts and stuff. Um, and I, so I got, I, that's how I found Twitch was just like watch another, you know, player's draft. Um, and I, I stumbled upon Arcus when he was doing his, um, Ninja Gaiden push and Ninja Gaiden was a huge game that I loved as a kid. Um, and I just thought that was amazing, you know, how great he was at it. Um, and that kind of opened the door and then I started checking out more streamers and, um, yeah, going from there. No, I've met a couple others actually, who there is some crossover between magic and speedrunning. Interestingly enough, um, mm-hmm. more than I would have thought. In fact, one of the people who's already been on the podcast, Evan, he is, he has recently fallen back into magic from speedrunning. Oh, okay. So it's, it's interesting that there is a little bit of that crossover. I think magic's a really great, I, I think it's a really great stream uh, game as well, because oh, yeah. there's a lot you can talk about and there's a lot to see. And there's a lot always going on in a magic game. Mm-hmm. So were you playing? Are you playing uh, local magic, or are you playing uh, some of the on- online player stuff? Online um, stuff. I'm sorry. O- online when I was streaming. Okay. Yeah. So um, so yeah, drafting for people who aren't familiar that that's like my focus or limited. So you take like a few packs of cards, and like you pick one card, you pass the pack. You oh, know, cool. Pick the next card, so you build a deck on the fly. So it's a uh, it's a way. I don't know. It's just way more interesting to me. But yeah, so I was doing that. Um, and it's like, it's just super expensive unless you're really, really good. Um, yeah. There's a reason Wizard of the Coast is still in business. 
Yeah. Oh, they're, they're raking it in. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like magic's as popular as it ever has been right now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's actually the case, but it seems that way. The online thing has really hit. Yeah. Magic Arena came out, I think, like a year, year and a half ago or something, which is kind of like their prettier Hearthstone-y you right. know, version. Um, so, yeah, that's brought a lot of attention to it for sure, which it's unfortunately it's just going nerding out a little bit on magic here too <laughs> really? i played magic online the original client which i still prefer yeah it's not flashy but um but it's it's a better client for uh for hardcore magic players so no, i think it's great to geek out for saying so i played magic when i was in middle school i played the card game and i think it was third edition or maybe it was around revised but after that i i didn't play right. after that so it took me a long time to understand i still i still need people to explain what's happening because there's all these sure. different mechanics and a bill and as it should be the game has evolved but yeah. i think if you even have the faintest interest in a card game magic is really really interesting as a card game like still to this day the fact that there are i don't know how many sets there are of games and they can still you can still play a game of magic with all these different sets it's especially except for just a couple cards it's pretty amazing right oh yeah yeah they're <laughs> so, not stopping anytime soon either no not at all um so so you mentioned arcus and he's another one of those if, if you're not familiar with arcus arcus streams a I mean, he's speed run I'm over a hundred games. I'm sure at this point, <laughs> Hey, an appearance by, uh, what's, yeah, the, what's the cast name? Superman. Oh, Superman. Nice. So cool. <laughs> now all I can see is the guy. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, so, so you mentioned Arcus runs, speed runs a bunch of games. Um, what was it that after watching something like that would take us to actually wanting or even thinking about attempting your own first speed run yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, so like I said, that's kind of where I started just, Get, getting to learn more about it um and and i never really thought much about trying it myself um but i i got a um like a like a nes clone like one of those hd uh clone consoles like on a whim you know for like 30 bucks <laughs> yeah. or whatever on amazon because i had sold off you know all of my uh gaming collection right a few years back um and i got i picked up little nemo was the first game i got oh wow um because it was pretty much my favorite game as a kid but i could never beat it mm. um i just didn't have the determination for it so i decided to stream that um just like in between magic stuff or whatever and and the best part is i was streaming it so i was using the composite not not the hd <laughs> and then i was watching it through obs and playing it through obs no. in like a two second delay or something <laughs> you were playing yeah. it in capture window how is that even possible right. yeah i don't know uh, and it's funny too, because like when I finally beat it, um, uh, no diggity one. He's you know he's a streamer and um, retro streamer that, that's around. He he like hopped on and like gave me a follow. It was like I think my first follower as a retro streamer. <laughs> that's and so he cool. followed me as I was fighting the Nightmare King, <laughs> like and it's popping up on my overlay. I'm like, oh my god, freaking out. <laughs> Trying um, to focus so yeah. while that's happening. Right. So yeah. So. Um, it took i actually ended up like having to look up speed stress just to beat the game like i tried for a while oh. i'm not great at beating games like blind <laughs> really yeah. i've gotten better at it now um and that's so i was like okay so i could do this and do this and then i was like well hell i'll just i'll speed run it why not um so yeah that's pretty much where it started i was like yeah, I can do this. I'm curious if you have this same experience. You know, uh, there are times almost inevitable. I, I really like RPGs and Zelda games and stuff like that. And inevitably, mm-hmm. I'll run into something where I can't get past something and I don't know what to do. And for me, it doesn't 
her it doesn't impact the the experience by like looking up a, a guide or anything like that i still get a ton of enjoyment out of video games yeah. even if somebody's helping me out do you have that i mean does that does that how it was for you with little nemo or something like that yeah i, I feel that i mean i definitely try you know for, right. <laughs> for games like that if i'm going in blind i definitely want to try my hardest but yeah and I think the longer I've got into playing games, the more willing I, I am to, <laughs> um, you know, to to get a little outside assistance. And a lot of that, I think, goes back to time, too, especially right. when we're streaming and like I've got a, you know, a three year old daughter. Um, time is definitely a factor. So it's like, all right, yeah, let's let's just look this up. You only have so much time to actually play through the game as you're doing this whole thing. <laughs> um, so you mentioned Little Nemo. Was it? Okay, so it's a game from your childhood and anything like that. So, and you mm-hmm. mentioned you watched some speedruns. Is there anything, were you just trying, um, when you watched some of those early speedruns, once you had beaten the game, were you mm-hmm. um, uh, attempting to try to just do those strats? Did you think you could improve the time? What kind of led you down the road of continuing to progress with Little Nemo? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I started slow, you know. Um, I, I think the first trick I learned, like on Nightmare Land 2, I don't know how familiar you are with the game, but... Watching your stream, um, watch a lot of it. So. <laughs> so you have to do that little boost um, off the pollen mm-hmm. to get up there with the lizard, which makes that level. Um, it's actually a million times easier. Um, so, yeah, figuring that out, I think, kind of opened some doors because otherwise, yeah, I was just kind of mimicking the, you know, the movements and that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I I think I ended in like fourth or fifth place, like oh, after wow. my first grind. Yeah, I mean, it took me a few months, but... See, that's pretty, that's actually really incredible because uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, Little Nemo actually has a pretty competitive leaderboard. There are a fair amount of submissions on there. And so that surprised me that you were able to get there that quickly. Um, can you walk us through the run a little bit? What's, uh, what are, I mean, what, what are some of the things that are make the run challenging? Like what's, what's interesting about the run? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, a very interesting game. I mean, a beautiful game too. Great beautiful. music. Great music. Great. Oh, I love the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. And visuals. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of pacifist for the first like, in like 80-90% of the game. Um, you can throw candy, you know, and, and put poor little animals to sleep. And then either ride them or make a skin suit out of them. Um, so yeah, there, I think there are like five or six different animals that you have access to, um, to do different things. So um, yeah, I don't know, there's a lot going on with it for sure. Um, what are some of like the big hick, uh, where, where do you find yourself or when you were learning the run, I'm sorry, as you were progressing through the run, where did you find mm-hmm. out some of the big hiccups? Like where did you start resetting a lot? Like what were some of the, the barriers to moving on with the game? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think back now. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Cause I mean, cause I, I've, pushed it a lot further now you've mentioned the first trick even when i've i remember watching you've reset a lot on the and i can't remember the name of the trick but you were just mentioning it where you jump off the thing like even that seems like a spot where you can get hung up pretty easily if you don't learn how to do it yeah i mean now it's like second nature to me to do that one i mean yeah considering i can do it with my feet fairly consistently (laughs) um but yeah i mean there are lots of little little jumps and stuff i'd say I, i you know i got hung up on um, there's a basement skip, which, uh, I mean, it saves like 10 to 15 seconds. So I was going for that, you know, back then, but like never getting it basically. Um, so yeah, I'm n- nothing major, you know, that's actually really good. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes it, uh, approachable, at least for somebody who may be looking to speed run a game. That's kind of nice that there's nothing that's, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's all stuff. It sounds like you can learn. Yeah, definitely. 
Was there any new tech or anything like that that was discovered as you're prog- as you're lo- playing the game more often and as the as you're submitting times? Oh yes, yeah, and uh, and I'm not great at like you know hunting for things. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm I'm bad at it. Uh, I'll admit it. So uh, I think it's awesome for you know people to discover glitches, new strats. Um, so yeah, the the former English world record holder, uh, Havoc Prodigy. As far as I know, he did. He did a lot. I think Yoka did a lot of the original routing. As far as I know, I, I think he might have been one of the original record holders for it. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I think he's he's still like you know fourth or something on the on the board. Um, and then Beko, uh, the Japanese runner, um, the legend, um, came up uh, about a year and a half ago and started started running the Japanese version, which is called Pajama Hero Nemo. <laughs> Uh, which I'm I'm about to pick up. I want to oh. I want to go for the record in that one soon too. Um, but yeah, he came up with all kinds of new strats. Um, and then I, I I think I contributed a couple real small things. And then Havoc Prodigy came up with some new strats again around the time I was going for my push for record as well. And the new strats I assume just are figuring out ways to play the game more efficiently, routing some you know gameplay that type of stuff. Yeah, well, so Becco came up with a new way to do the basement skip, which oh, is cool. uh, the method that I use now. Um, so before you would basically just run, you'd get out of the frog suit, and you'd have to jump on the very last pixel. And I don't know if it's like sub-pixel stuff going on or what, but sometimes it just would not work. Um, and you'd have to jump at a certain height. Very, very difficult. Um, still difficult to do it Becco's way, but with this, you... Um, you stay in the frog suit, you get on the last pixel, pixel of the ledge, you jump, pause immediately to kind of get, gather your bearings, and then you pause again once you're touching the ceiling. You hit pause and select at the same time, and there's a glitch that throws you to the left if you're in a um, exiting an animal while touching the ceiling. So, yeah. How the hell um, does somebody discover that? I'm yeah. just, I have no idea. Yeah, right? Um, so yeah, so uh, way more consistent for me. Some people can't do it at all, but like I, I found a lot of comfort with that. Um, so that was probably the biggest one. Um, there was some stuff that I, I think Havoc Prodigy pulled from the TAS, some reroutes that Beko did. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. But wow, fascinating. So it must be fun. It's it's got to be fun to dive into watching some of the progression of uh, of the game and the strats. I just think all that stuff super fascinating and really interesting. Yeah. You mentioned the uh, the Japanese version. What's the difference between the Japanese and the North American version? So Japanese version um, shorter, oh. uh, less cutscenes. Um, well, you know the cutscenes are just go quicker. Right. Um, let's see. Is that because of the text, or did they actually cut things out of the cutscenes? The text, okay, yeah, gotcha. mm-hmm. cool. which I think happens a lot with those. Yeah, um, Flip, the character in the beginning, has a cigar, as does the ape. So that's cool. Too risque for uh, American audiences, right, probably, right? right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and the the Ray fight at the end of Nightmare Land 2 is slightly different. Like his patterns are a little different. But um, Becco actually came up with another quick kill that involved a pause buffer for the U.S. version which makes those kills about the same now oh, cool. as well. And and it sounds like, so the leaderboards are separated for that game. Uh, mm-hmm. there. Right. So once you've hit a time or, or you've, at least you've reached a time that you're satisfied with, how do you choose a game next? Like what was, uh, what, what, what do you, when, or when did you get satisfied with what you had in Little Nemo? Right. Good question. Um, yeah. So I, I, I took the record. So me and Havoc Prodigy was grinding it around the same time I was. He already had the record. He was trying to lower it. Um, I, 
he he had recorded a PB offline that he was sitting on, and I got a new <laughs> PB that was like real close to record, and he posted that like the next day, Dang. which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then I, I did I I finally stole it, I think by like three or four seconds or something like that, and then it took me like two more months to get another PB. Such uh, a grind. That's a long yeah. time. For those of you who've never speed run, that yeah. is a long time to go without a PB. It can get very grueling at times like that. Yeah, I was going insane. Like, <laughs> and it's funny too. I took a break. It's like, I got to take a break. So I played the Nemo ROM hack for like two weeks. I'm like, I, gotta, I can't take any more Nemo. I got to play this other Nemo. Um, but yeah, so that was like a seven second PB uh, off of that, which, you know, I can definitely do better. But at that point, I was like, I have to, right. I have to be done for now. Um, and, and my capture, like my computer was so bad at that point. So like, I was like dropping frames off the capture. And so it looks terrible. So, but the plan is definitely to go back, um, and improve it. And like I said, I also want to, uh, I'd love to claim the, the Japanese record. I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause there, anger Becco. You want to <laughs> anger Becco. there's, um, depending on lead on the leaderboard, um, sometimes drop frames may invalidate your run. I know, uh, mm-hmm. for some of the Mario games at the highest levels, um, if you have any drop frames or anything like that, they'll, they'll actually invalidate your run and you won't be able right. to, it won't be approved. So that can, sure. it's unfortunate that if you want to speed run a game at the highest level, you unfortunately need some, you need to be able to capture this stuff uh, appropriately, but it, right. it kind of makes, I mean, it, that's how competitive some of these games have gotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. what was next? Everybody's cool with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. That, and that, that's the nice thing. I mean, that, especially if you're, if you've been known, this seems like a reasonable uh, run for what you've been uh, doing before. So, right. Um. So, so what game was next? What was after little Nemo? Um, man, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I could pull up speedrun.com. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, well, yeah, no, I don't know. I've bounced around a lot. So, so it's, you speed run other games aside the Nemo. And obviously I think mm-hmm. you probably know the place I'm trying to get to. Um, so my personal oh, story yeah, okay. with, <laughs> here we go. Okay. So my personal story with Stormcrow is, um, I, I don't remember what made me think, uh, oh, I was trying to, I was thinking about, uh, speed running all the Splatterhouse games. I had just okay. finished doing the speed run of Splatterhouse on TurboGrafx-16, Splatterhouse 1. And so I'm like, well, what other games are out there? There's Splatterhouse 2. There's this one Wanpaku graffiti on, on Famicom. And so mm-hmm. I looked at, it had a leaderboard and a lot of times I hadn't chosen games that were on the leaderboard. So that I'm sorry, that had a competitive leaderboard, not, not because I didn't want to, but just a lot of TurboGrafx-16 games don't have competitive leaderboards. Sure. So I was, uh, exactly. So I, I, I ended up playing through it casually. I'm like, this is really fun. And this seems like a really great speed game. Um, yeah. And I was like, well, let's see who's got the world record. And I eventually got to some point where I couldn't figure out something and Stormcrow had the world record at the time in any percent. And so I, I pop into a stream and I was being polite because he wasn't playing one Paco Graffiti. I didn't want to be rude and ask him a strat about it. But he was able to ask a, he was able to answer a question of mine about how to find a rifle in a trash can. And um, it's just that's the thing that I've really loved and really embraced about this community is that you could have a question, go find the person who's the best in the world at it, bop in their <laughs> chat, and all of a sudden you know how to do something. Thanks. Yeah, to man, that. happy to help. Hey, I really appreciate appreciate it um tell us a little bit why did you ever choose to to speed run splatterhouse one paco graffiti yeah sure and and it was great to get to know you that way and i'm sure we'll talk more about um you know how how we continued on with that um, absolutely so cats on your head which i know she hasn't streamed in a long time um, i thought you were saying that there's like, a cat on your head right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, it looks like i have a cat on my head right now 
um i i saw her stream it like i always i loved oh superman left um i love splatterhouse games um when i was a kid the uh the roller rink one of the roller rinks we went mm. to we used to go to rinks all the time when i was young cool um ha- had the splatterhouse arcade so i played that a lot um i, I want to say like a friend had it on genesis or something you know two or three i don't remember which yeah. one Fun games. i had no idea there was a there was a famicom uh, version <laughs> so i was like blown away when i saw her playing it um so i just decided to to play it one you know a few weeks later or whatever on stream just as a casual playthrough you know took me like an hour or two to beat it or whatever it's like this is awesome this is funny and cute and you know good controls it's like screw it let's let's try this and and i watched the the record run um, from karua and it's like oh i I think i could beat that (laughs) you know not trying to be cocky (laughs) just like i bet i could beat that and Yeah. yeah So went to the lab, you know, you know, practice some stuff. I had to learn, you know, the same thing about the, the shotgun too. I don't know if I ever messaged him or not. Um, but yeah. I, uh, the, so I'm curious about your approach then. So when you start grinding out a game, are you save stating? Are you using, are you practicing certain chunks? Are you just doing full runs? Like everyone, it seems like has their own approach. I mean, what, what's your approach to learning yeah. these strats in these games? Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a huge proponent of, of using safe states. Um, you know, I, I mean, it depends on the game for sure, you know, but for the, for the most part, yeah, that game especially. All the bosses, like I wanted to figure out exactly how to do the quick kills, um, you know, and I, I wanted to know exactly what I was doing for every section of the entire game. So, so and, and I came back to it too. So I did my first grind and then I did a second grind, you know, pre-GDQ as well. Um, but yeah, I, I try to look at it as scientifically as possible. Uh, one of Karua's Karua did this at GDQ. Uh, I can't remember if it was SG, I think it was AGDQ. But so there was cool. It's cool to see somebody be able to talk through the game and tell you what's going on. But one of the things I think mm-hmm. you did was really. Um, uh, really maximize uh, the control and, and some of the routing. So a lot of what I saw your improvements did was execution flat out. But then there was also some things where you noticed that you needed certain patterns uh, in some of the boss fights mm-hmm. to move through it quicker. And I'm curious, was mm-hmm. that something that you just started experiencing or you had been testing? Like, how did you figure out some of those things to make the, to make the game go a little bit faster? Right. Yeah, it was definitely just from, from doing runs. Yeah, starting to notice different patterns um because yeah i'd practice certain things on save state and it's like okay this is working you know perfectly every time and then i'd go into a run and i'd I'd catch something else it seemed like there was only really like two maybe three different patterns for most of the freaking cat quote unquote (laughs) rng um she's usually so good too Um, making noises (laughs) right um yeah so so that was pretty interesting you know and of course we still don't know what the hell's going on with those spiders no and um, i yeah I, I, it's that's i didn't think when i first played through it i didn't think of it as like an rng heavy game but then uh, mm-hmm. thankfully you've grinded the game the time down now where you need to have some favorable patterns if you even want to sniff uh, a world record in yeah. that game which is really mm-hmm. cool i think that's it's, i think it's awesome when a game gets to that point You're, you've shown like how how far you can go and driving a, a time down for a game do you know how like how long you were spending with it? Like, was this a couple months that you grinded the game, or? Um, I think originally it was probably like a month to a month and a half. Okay. And then something like you know two to four weeks on the second grind back, something like that. 
I think I really think of Wampaka Graffiti as a really actually good game. If you've ever, I say this a lot. I say probably way too much, but it's a really good game if you want to try a speedrun for the first time because there's not oh, yeah. a lot of crazy clips or glitches that you have to do to get a good time in that game. Right. I guess. Yeah, and even good. Go yeah, ahead. even if even if you're not nailing every you know quick kill on the bosses or whatever, as long as you can mainly get through those stages without taking a bunch of damage, yeah. Yeah, you can get a pretty good time and it's fun you know it's a fun game so if if you're watching the stream or if you're watching this on youtube the video you'll see playing in the background right now is actually uh storm crow and bt's uh racing this game at uh sgdq 2019 um how the hell did that come about <laughs> how did you right. end up on the sgdq stage playing this right. game and by the way, yeah, we're actually watching Dance Dad. Oh, uh, <laughs> it. it's, it's yeah. resetting wrong, right at the wrong time. Perfect. Right. No, that's fine. Dance Dad's great. Yeah. Uh, or does he still call? Or is he Dance Lad now? I don't know. Oh, is he Anyways, changing his name? Jeez. Okay. I, I think he rebranded. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. So, um, so you uh, actually reached out to me and uh, asked if if I wanted to uh, to do a race. And honestly, like I. At that point, like I was like, "There's no way in hell I'll get you know accepted for a GDQ." <laughs> wasn't even going to submit anything. Um, and a lot of it too is I check. It's like every game I'd ran at that point, like it had already been featured in you know a GDQ, um, and we got to know each other a little bit, yeah. you know. So it's like started hanging sure. out your stream awesome. around that time. <laughs> yeah. So so thank you so very much. <laughs> I, I had nothing to do with me. I just think it's more than your gameplay and stuff like that. Uh, I, I appreciate you saying that. It's very nice. But I, I, one of the things is this is – and somebody tweeted about this, and I think it's like perfect. Most of the best speedrunners out of there you are out – a lot of the great, the best speedrunners you've probably never heard of. And when I, I stopped by in your chat, it was, you know, we're, we're very small streamers and stuff like that. And, but I thought your gameplay was just like the world needed to see this because it was so well executed. Like, and it's a game that people might be familiar with. Like, like there's a leaderboard. There's, I think there's 30 or 40 submissions, maybe even more than that on the yeah. leaderboard. Like this is a game people know. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's getting more popular. <laughs> what do you think? What was like your prep going into playing on that stage and getting into that race? Sure. Um, so yeah, going into it, I think I was, I was grinding something else like going up to it. Um, or no. So, okay. So I, I did my second grind to improve the record mm -hmm. and then I, I vastly improved it way faster than I thought I would. <laughs> uh, um, and it's funny too. One of the, um, submissions I, I did, uh, it's like one of the first times I improved it. Um, I did that, that stupid reset thing, which is so dumb. <laughs> Um, cause it should just go off. What is it? RTA timing when you gain control, but, um, I didn't realize it started when you actually hit start the first time, <laughs> but like Karu had to message me. He's like, Hey man, I'm really sorry. Technically this is valid, but it's like 30 seconds longer than, cause oh. I like hit hit start, reset it. And then just sat there for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, yeah, so I did that. And then I think I, I was grinding something else uh, for a while and I was, you know, not trying to stress out about it too much and um, improve the record. I was grinding something else. And then as we so we got to, to SGDQ um, and it, the nerves started setting in more. It's like, oh, my God, I've got to I've got to practice more. Me and uh, BTs did a race like just for practice. And he beat me by a pretty wide margin. Mm. So then like the next two days, I was just like in the practice room way too much going through everything <laughs> no um, sleep just grinding <laughs> yeah so i mean i, mean, I still i had too much fun outside of there too right. um but yeah so 
I'm glad I went back and, and practiced a little more for sure. Well, so now the video of the actual race is uh, is on the video currently, and um, I'm going to spoil it. So if you haven't watched the run, you can go ahead and stop the episode right now. If you're watching on VOD, go watch the run. But um, <laughs> Stormcore World Records, the any percent true ending. Um, when did you know that the run was going well? Or like, when did you uh, tell, walk us through the run a little bit? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, fr from the beginning, I was, you know, I could tell it was definitely going well. Um, and I will say, like, there was definitely a lot of time to save in the true ending. Um, even I was grinding pretty much the any percent exclusively. Um, so, you know, keep it, that in mind. And it has way less submissions than than the actual any percent category does, in all fairness. Right. But the true ending category is only about four more minutes longer. It's not that crazy different between any percent. Right. So. And it's a great category, especially for, you know, for a race like this. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I got the quick kill on the, um, whatever the, the girl's head, head that pops off. I can't even think right now. The exorcist <laughs> yeah. Or some alternate dimension exorcist. I say exorcist. It's like, that's what, I think that's the movie. It's homaging there at that point. So. Right. Even though the head comes off. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, I mean, I was getting all the quick kills. I mean, I had a couple small little issues. Spiders were relatively fast, like not slow. Um, so yeah, going into the end, I, I knew there was a shot at it for sure. Well, which was awesome. It was, I, it was, I've never, I mean, I've never been able to see something like that live. Um, and so it's, it's, it's one of the, excuse me, one of the best performances I've ever seen at a GDQ. And, and that's, oh, I, 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 I'm not joking. Like you have to, first of all, you got to realize, I mean, there's a hundred thousand people are watching at this point, you know? So it's like, you're doing this in front of a huge audience. And so you, to be able to actually do what you do at that level, it's, it's kind of mind blowing to me. I've, I've just really, I think it's what, it, that's why if you get a chance to watch it, cause it's pretty awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> the, and I will say like, I was terrified. I mean, absolutely terrified of going out on that stage. Like I was physically sick. Oh no. Um, yeah, you would have like, never known, dude. Right. But no, as soon as I stepped onto the stage, I was, it was Zen. It was like, <laughs> I was like, I saw all the like NES crowd hanging out, you know, cause it's not like there were that many people. It was pretty early in the morning, but all the NES, you know, dudes and, and ladies were out there, um, you know, saying hi to and everything. And yeah, I just, I was like, all right, let's do this. That's I'm glad to hear that because you look so calm. I was like, when you were telling me that you were about that, I'm just like, yeah. no, you can't. You got to be lying. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah, no. I bet. Once once I got the controller in my hand, I was good to go. I think that's one of the great things about speed earning too. You know, it's like, that's one of the things it teaches you to do is to push yourself like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I will say, and we've kind of failed to uh, uh, mention, but the Wampaku Graffiti uh, game, and I think I'd, I'd say all the Splatterhouse game, homage kind of horror movies and, and mm -hmm. that 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 pop culture-y type thing. So it's a really fun speedrun to watch because there's a lot of things you may recognize if you've watched any sort of horror movies over the last couple of decades. So. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on. It's really cool. And it's got this ridiculous last boss. But besides that, it's a really fun speed run to play and to watch. So, Yeah, that, that boss uh, gave some laughs, at least for us. What, the, the counting. Know, what were they thinking when they, they decided to make that boss? I mean, I don't even know. It's a, You have to hit him like a gajillion times to beat the last boss. Yeah, what is it? It's like 16? 16, 17? 18, I, it's in the teens. Yeah. It's a ridiculous right. amount of hits for the last boss, considering. Yeah, they got paid by the hit or something, the programmers. <laughs> So like, what we got an idea? We could just do this. Well, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did it because, and I'm and I'm really, I think it's really cool that you're able to pull that whole thing off on that stage. It just kind of still blows my mind. Um, well, thank you. 
do you have like of all the games that you've speed run do you have like a favorite game that you speed run um i mean I, nemo is definitely my favorite for sure i mean it has a, a special place you know from my childhood um too like i don't know i just like I, my memory is like being at my my dad's house um you know and he's no longer with us so oh, that's i think part of the the sentiment to it too uh playing that game um i'd say tmnt uh for nes is is probably a close second like that's um i, I just finished a <coughs> excuse me a pretty strong grind on that um got up to fourth place um and it's an insanely difficult and complex uh run Dude, that game um, is like the exact opposite of Splatterhouse in that it's so mm-hmm. punishing, casually or speed. Like the speed running, I just can't even fathom it. Uh, what, what the hell made you th- take on that game? <laughs> yeah, so well, the, the record holder, uh, Skunky, is it 48? I always forget. Skunk, I just call him Skunky. Yeah, I Skunky. think it's 48. Who's <laughs> yeah. um, just a madman at that a beast, game. He's, a beast on that yeah. game. Um, we, you know, we, we became pals, um, and we did a trade-off. So he actually ran little Nemo and, and I ran that we had, you know, had some different goals for it. Yeah. So that's where I started. And then I, I got like, an, you know, decent time. It was like 20 something place or something. Um, you know, and they've got a pretty big leaderboard. Um, and then I came back to it, uh, for, uh, the TMNT race edition tournament that happened a few months ago. Um, and yeah, I just started grinding the hell out of it. Um, and at the, I, I'm, I am going to go back to it, assuming my wrists ever recover, which we can dive into that a little later. I'd like to, um, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm not going to go for record I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Um, but I'd like to get a, 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 either a low 17 or sub 17 time. I think his record is like a 1643. Um, I I've learned pretty much everything I need to do that. Um, and I have like a 1740 or something right now. Uh, but it's just, I mean, you got to play that game a lot. So I, I always got really frustrated with turtles pretty quick and I, I haven't played it recently. I'm curious, what is What appeals to you about the game? Like, what's the thing that makes you keep wanting to go after it? Like you are, like you were. Sure. So, I mean, once you learn all the rooms and stuff like the movement and the, 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 the succession of succession of uh, killing the enemies is just like such a magical thing. <laughs> like there's this one room, which I, I, I can't remember what skunky calls it, but I, I called it the pleasure room. <laughs> it's like when I finally learned it, like you kill like 15 enemies in a row and it's like symphony. Uh, it's near the beginning of the game and it's just, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> right? There's nothing more satisfying though than pulling off an awesome speed strat like that though. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so there's that. I mean, it, it's a very frustrating game because the uh, the RNG of the Technodrome is ridiculous. So you're just you have an awesome run and have to reset it. You know, 18 minutes in. Um, but yeah, lots of uh, quasi frame perfect stuff. Um, most of it's like on a two frame window instead of one frame. Luckily. Um, yeah, but still, yeah. two frames is not a whole lot of time to do something. No. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and there's like four or five, you know, different parts where you got to do that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a really rewarding run. You know, you put in the work, and it pays off uh, greatly. There, so. there are a few games I see that pack so much into a run that is under 20 minutes. Like it is, it, 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 there's never a time to breathe. Really, for, and I've never yeah. played the game as a speedrun. I've just only watched it, and it just seems like every single room there's something going on where you need to pull mm-hmm. off something. It's really, it, it's a lot. <laughs> 
yeah it really is but uh, um but it, it deserves more um you know more recognition for sure i totally agree it's uh it, it's definitely a game that it's interesting it, it, it appeared on the in on nintendo the way it did i've always thought because there mm-hmm. i don't, was the i don't know if the arcade game was out when that game was released on on nintendo um, I believe it was. I yeah, it was. I think I think most people thought that it was going to be the arcade yeah. game <laughs> when it came out. Is, is kind of what I've heard. I can't remember. I, you're I mean, probably right because it. that's one of like my favorite arcade games is the Turtles arcade game, and this game was definitely not mm-hmm. that. So, which is it was fine. It was still. I think it's a really actually really great game to be. Uh, yeah. But it's very punishing. And of course, I've and I don't know if you're going to talk about that at all, but I just finished grinding. Uh, the arcade game as well. Oh, did you really? Nice, cool. Yeah, that's right. I was so, watching you do that too. So. <laughs> that's how this happened. Yeah. Well, speaking of so, that, can you mind if we right. dig into that a little bit? So, yeah, uh, this is not the first person I've met, but you're if you're not watching the video, Stormcrow has uh, uh, um, wrist braces on both of his wrists. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit what's happened and how this came about? <laughs> yeah. So, so I got this really sweet. Uh, okay, it's underneath something. I got a really nice arcade stick because I was getting more into arcade games. Um, and I started running, I, I did the Nemo arcade actually did oh, learn cool. the one CC for that. Um, and then turtles was the next game I decided I wanted to learn, which, and I wanted to learn the one CC, um, <coughs> excuse me, meant to mute that, um, L rock finally actually made a tutorial too. Um, but yeah, so I started grinding it, finally got my one CC. Um, and then I started going after any percent and in, in the matter of like, Actually, my first any percent run I ever did, I, I took the, the world record. <laughs> uh, and then it's not like a yeah, casual story, world but, record. Why not? Right. <laughs> but, you know, there are like 10 to 12 times on there or something. Um, so over the course of like two weeks, I lowered the any percent time by two minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. Typical Stormcrow um, destroying games. <laughs> well, and I, and I credit, you know, I mean, it, learning the one CC is what, is what helped. Cause you really have to learn the ins and outs of that game. Got it. Okay. Um, and then there are less enemies when you play any percent cause hmm. it's on a ranking system. Oh, cool. You take certain deaths, you see less enemies. Um, and yeah, so anyways, I, I became obsessed. Like, it's killing me not being able to play that game. Um, and you have to, to do the special, you have to hit both the attack and the jump at the same time. So I'm constantly doing this kind of hard. Oh man. And I did that for weeks and it started to hurt. I didn't listen to my body, which oh. I ran into before. Um, and here we are, like it's going on 40 days, uh, or more 45 days, I think. Oh, geez. Um, I do have an appointment scheduled with the uh, orthopedist at the end of January oh, man. Uh, is the soonest they could get me in. Um, so, I mean, I've been icing, you know, and it's not like, I mean, I can still move them and stuff. It's just, they're very achy and I don't want to push it. I don't want to make it worse. Um, I think it's um, tendonitis personally. Oh. I feel, yeah. So um, we'll see, you know, I know different depending on your body is like how sensitive you are to some of these things and how they happen. But repetitive stress is a legit thing on anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seems that it's, it's a, it's brutal that it happened this way. Um, have, yeah. uh, so have you seen any relief for, by not playing any video games? Has there been any relief at all on the wrists? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit better. Um, you know, it, it's definitely like, and I can, like, I've, I've played like some Dragon Warrior hmm. casually and like, I've done a few little streams, but like, it definitely irritates it. So I'm just not trying to push it. Um, 
But yeah, I think I need to get into some into therapy, and I need to have it fully checked out at this point. I, um, I appreciate you sharing it though, because it's it's definitely something, especially if I know I know I have become obsessed with games that I just want to play. I want to when you get obsessed with the speedrun, you want to play it all the time. Yeah. And but this this is a real thing that could happen if you if yep. you if you're not being a little bit more careful. Um, and I, who knows? This may have happened anyway, but this definitely you definitely exacerbated. I'm sure with the with the, uh, the speed running. Oh yeah. So yeah, and I'm and you know and like I mean a lot of us retro speed runners weren't you know we're we're getting older too. Right. So I mean you know five ten years ago yeah this probably wouldn't happen. I mean I did and I did grow up skating um, like rollerblading, aggressive inline skating. Um, so like I broke in this wrist. I've fallen on both of these wrists <laughs> a million times. So I'm sure that oh, didn't man. help the situation at all but um but yeah so i mean it it's been very hard like you know obviously i'm trying to stay as positive as i can but yeah it's been soul crushing um to say the least you know not just for speed running but i mean it makes typing at work all day and stuff it's it's terrible so well, trying to stay positive. The positive I can say, it's a great segue. You recently just did Little Nemo foot percent or feet percent. I can't remember what you. Right. <laughs> but he, you, he, you. So, what the hell made you decide or to try that you think you could do this game playing with your feet? Right. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to stream, you know, and I'm thinking, what the hell can I do? Because like, I don't even want to be clicking on the mouse like magic and stuff. Right. And and I have this, you know, this arcade stick for my NES. I'm like. I, you know, I think I saw, I know Arcus did uh, feet percent for Ninja Gaiden. Sw- coming back to Arcus, he did his with an actual um, brick controller, which I think is insane. I don't that know is how. crazy. Yeah, I haven't tried it, so maybe maybe it is better. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think I saw someone posted a link in his chat a couple weeks ago. Wow. And I was like, screw it, let's try it. Yeah, someone asked me too, like, did you, did you like practice? And I was like, nope. I, <laughs> I had my wife paint my toenails <laughs> and uh for for maximum awkwardness and uh and we we tried it so yeah. and they're still painted let me so unfortunately okay i have to highly recommend it because it's kind of incredible the way you figured it out too you did, you only had to practice things a couple of times for things that you weren't getting at first like i think did you complete it under an hour i think you finished in under an hour yeah uh under 50 minutes oh wow. So yeah i had to do it in two streams so yeah i did one stream where i played like two hours um and then um you know yeah so i I was basically that was my practice i guess but uh, i was trying to beat it on stream and then the second stream came back and yeah beat it in 49 something minutes i mean that just blows my mind i um i i think i i think i've seen i think andrew g played through mario one super mario brothers as well so but i haven't seen a ton of it done before and it's uh mm-hmm. I, I was just really impressed uh for those who haven't seen the video he's using the uh, nes advantage is that the controller you're using it's it's the retro bit version so it's like oh, that okay. it looks like it no turbo or anything you know did that? I mean, did you even? I, I can't imagine using like the regular controller. Did you even try it with, out with the, the the square brick controller? I did not. No. Okay. I, I yeah. I, like maybe I will one day. Um, it might be easier on my hip because with the arcade stick, I have to like lift my leg up to like get on top of it. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna um, mess up your hip now too. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and this hip has has some issues from skating too. If I'm oh, on it so many no. times, but no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. It worked out, so I don't. I don't think we're going to be doing a lot more feet gaming, but 
We had fun while, while it lasted. Well, it's pretty. I'm glad you were at least able to do something that you want, you know, to kind of a definitely something I've never seen before like that, that way. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, when we were, uh, when I met you in person at SGDQ, you had a copy of this game called Zoop with you. And I, I think I my something to the effect of what the hell or what what, what is Zoop? I've never even heard of Zoop before. Tell me a little bit yeah. about Zoop and what the hell it is. Sure. Well, Zoop's a lifestyle, first <laughs> off. Um, so yeah, Zoop. Oh man, what a game! So it's an action puzzle game. Uh, came out in I'd say mid '90s, I think. Uh, came out on like eight different platforms. Oh my god. So let's see, PC, Mac. Atari Jaguar, hmm. which is what I had it on first. <laughs> you had an Atari and Jaguar? Oh, I did, dude. and I'd love to talk some Jag, too. <laughs> I heard you and Enemy talking. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> PlayStation, Saturn, Game Boy. Oh, my God. There's one other one I'm forgetting, but yeah. Um, so it's it's honestly like it's a great action puzzle game. Um, it, it's addicting. Um, they, they marketed it like crazy but it kind of bombed um so yeah so it's like it's kind of you know it's definitely a meme like i went hardcore memeing on it for a while um but then i started speed running it um after i got a super nintendo and i took both of the the records for it within like a week or two um i've since lost uh at least one of them i think somebody took the genesis record from me too which genesis version is way harder um, but yeah, it just it just became a funny meme, and uh, No Diggity, who I was talking about earlier, gave me that sealed copy at SGDQ, so I figured we'd bring it on the couch and show it off. I uh, I remember stopping by uh, your stream a few more times after SGDQ, and Zoop was all the rage in the in the chat. It was totally beamed out <laughs> everywhere, and I finally yeah. understood what was going on. But at first, I was like, "What the, what is the Zoop thing?" You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, I still get asked about it in chat. You Zoop and Stormy, <laughs> when's the Zoop? I I've been thinking about doing channel points for for you know Zoop. Too, oh, it's so a good idea, dude. <laughs> feed the urge. Um, have um, you considered doing Zoop at all with your feet now that we're in this uh, this in this world? <laughs> I have not. Okay, <laughs> but now I've considered it. Yeah, right. Um, I did. I did a Zoop cosplay stream too. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> no, one. I haven't you, watched that one. Holy yeah, cow. you can find it in my uh, in my uh, highlights or whatever my yeah. VODs. Um, but yeah, I did. I did a full Zoop backdrop. I had Zoop triangle like masks. And I was zooping in and out of screen. <laughs> um, I did. I beat the first level blindfolded on Zoop. Oh, my which God. Which is just me mashing the buttons like, <laughs> like an idiot. Um, so, yeah, it was just a whole just diving into the meme. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like I said, fun game, too. Oh, it sounds like fun. It sounds like you really enjoy playing it and everything, too. That's really cool. I don't. I wonder. I don't think I've ever seen Zoop at a marathon or anything. Is there a leaderboard for it? Is there? A... Yeah. Oh, oh cool. yeah. You can speedrun.com. Yep. And it, it's finally opened up to all the other consoles and emulators are allowed now and stuff. That was a whole whole thing. So. You mentioned that you first played it on a Jaguar. Do you still have a Jaguar by any chance? No. Oh, I wish no. I did. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got a I got a Jaguar like on like super discount. Like my dad. Like we were at uh, electronics boutique one night and it was like, you know, $50 and all the games were on closeout. And I remember seeing all the ads. I don't think I had a PlayStation yet, but I'm just like, can I please get it? <laughs> please. <laughs> and like nobody I knew had one. No. So I didn't know that it was yet. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, he's like, all right, sure, whatever. And he, you know, which was kind of uncharacteristic of him. 
Um, but yeah, so I got Zoop. I got Club Drive, which is like a 3D like toy car racer game, which is actually really fun. Um, some horrible 3D virtual fighting ripoff game, and I don't know a couple <laughs> others. But yeah, Zoop was the one I spent the most time with. Um, and and honestly, like I still have fondness for the Jaguar. I'd love to get one again. Um, as I said in, in the chat, the, the guy at the local game shop I go to a lot, he has a Jaguar that a guy found in a dumpster and, and brought in and traded into him. And I like I keep trying to lowball him. It's like no one's ever gonna buy that thing, no. dude. Like if you don't even have it fully put together, just sell it to me for like fifty bucks. Yeah. I'll I'll take care of it. That he's still not willing to you. part, huh, with it? No, he will not haggle at all. So that's great selection, but there, that's why I don't, I don't visit him very often. Jaguar is one of a few consoles that I just, I don't remember ever seeing in the wild as a kid, nor do I see anybody with them nowadays. I, I rarely see them in retro shops, to be honest with you. It just mm-hmm. seems like that is definitely one of those ones that's, I don't know if say forgotten, but just one I don't see very often out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, their sales weren't great for sure. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people just, you know, just tossed them. Like I gave mine to my cousin um, and I actually, I just saw him. He got married a few months ago. And I was like, dude, I have messaged you. And you responded. <laughs> I know you have. don't have it, but you have to tell me, are you positive? You don't have that Jaguar anymore. It's like, dude, I have no idea what happened to that thing. <laughs> so yeah, I got like a PlayStation. I gave it to him, you know, oh, brutal. Um, but, so you, you mentioned it a little bit. I mean, do you do any sort of collecting or anything like that with, uh, with uh, retro games and consoles? Um, I used to, um, and I, I went through, you know, like I, I got laid off like two times in like two years oh, and ended up right. having to sell. Right. Yeah, I sold like pretty much all my, not that I had a huge collection, but a pretty good NES collection with, you know, top loader and everything. Um, and a lot of my, my records, my vinyls, which oh. that was, that was really painful. Ugh, I still have some of my really special ones, but um yeah so i mean i don't have that much now like i've i've been slowly building it up like i've got a few systems around but i i mean i'm, I'm investing in everdrives and right gdmus like i was telling you about and that kind of thing so it seems like that's one of the nice things about if you want to tackle retro nowadays is that there are these options out there where you don't have to invest thousands of dollars into all these carts and things like that you can 150 dollars right. everdrive or whatever it may be for your console or whatever yeah. And I'd love to, to collect the carts and everything. Sure. Don't get me wrong, you know, but money's limited for sure. And, um, you know, I prefer to, to run things if I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. play them at all on right. original hardware, not that I'm anti emulator or anything. No, no, no. So, but, um, emulator is yeah. a great way for people to get in if they don't have any of their access to the retro mm-hmm. hardware. So, um, you started off this whole chat and discussion, uh, talking about how you have a family and you, you know, you have a job and everything like that. How, when, when you, when you're speed running more regularly, how do you make time? How do you balance all of that together? Sure. Yeah. And, and I'm definitely not, not the, not great at it, <laughs> um, but I try, you know, I don't, I don't stream until the kid's asleep. Nice. So, you know, she goes to bed and, you know, I'll get an hour and a half to two hours to stream usually. <laughs> Um, sometimes if she's taking a nap or whatever, you know, the odd chance they're out, the wife and the kid go, mm-hmm. you know, on a day trip or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I'm, when I'm streaming or speed running, it's usually like one to two and a half hours. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm, I get in, get out, you know, try and PB and I'm done. Uh, so. That's one thing I respected about your stream right away is that, um, 
you made it a point that you mentioned when you were, you, first of all, your, your kid was asleep or the, you know, there was the, the family time was over, but also when you got tired, you usually cut stream. And that's oh, not, yeah. that's not always easy for speedrunners to do that. Sometimes we push ourselves past limits that we shouldn't really be doing. <laughs> so I respected right. that a lot about, about what you were doing and stuff like that. Uh, yells, <laughs> yells, uh, a couple episodes ago had kind of a similar point. He said he never streams when his kid was awake. And I just, I think that's, uh, it's, I think it's really important for people to take notice of the things that are important as they approach yeah. speed running and all that kind of stuff yeah and you know and i'll be honest once she gets older you know there, there'll probably be some streaming oh, while sure. she's awake yeah. right now she's i mean she's just insane and obviously <laughs> i want to spend as much time as i can with her but yeah there are a couple of times i have streamed with her awake she's just like you know dad dad what are you doing <laughs> just ask me what am i doing 40 times you know <laughs> So that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I was going to ask if she uh, if she knew that you what you were doing with games done quick and stuff like that, but it sounds like she still might be a little bit too young. Yeah, I think my wife showed her while okay, I was cool. doing it, but yeah, yeah, she does. You know, she's only three, so <laughs> she doesn't quite get it. Okay, so I see it's coming. You're going to heal. Your wrists are going to be better. What do you want to do when you sure. return to speed running and stuff like that? Good question. So I, I will say I. I do have unfinished business with TMNT Arcade. Yes. <laughs> um, so if I can, I, I really want to go back to it. I don't know if I can pull it off on a controller just the way you have to do that special attack. 40-watt um, range in here is in chat. He, he runs it as well. So it's been uh, it's been very nice being able to watch him and Elrock uh, run it lately, just yeah. living vicariously through them. Um I, I want to go back to Nemo. I want to improve my Nemo record. I want to get get the Japanese world record. I want to improve my turtles time and then pass that. I don't know. I just want to have fun. And and I'm putting no, you know, pressure on myself as far as time or anything to to do those things. So I like that approach. I think that's a really smart way to do it. Um, I, you mentioned Elrock briefly. He did a really uh, cool tutorial about the Ninja Turtles uh, arcade speedrun as well. And I don't know if you ever got a chance to watch that or anything, but it's 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 nice that members of the community do some of that work where you could if you're if you want to try some of these things out. I love Turtles, the arcade game. So how do I even get into it? How do I approach it? And there was something like that available. He had the, uh, yeah. the tutorial. So should do it hit me up <laughs> yeah I, I i've at some point i'm gonna try an arcade game i'm not quite sure which one yet but uh i definitely want, i'd love to get one in my house but it's just it's they're expensive yeah. you know it's just not the yes i really can't afford one so it's like it's one of those things right uh well, the one up one ups make it a little easier dude the for real one ups there's yeah. this there's a site now where you can actually see when the one ups go on sale so you can get them for a little less uh, money than they might normally be too it's really cool actually bonk oh, arcade nice. thank you dog <laughs> Dog in the chat says there is actually a Bonk the Arcade game. Chatting. Is there? <laughs> there really is. I've never played it. Oh, nice. It's in the queue of games I need to play. So nice. Um, so that's that's. I, I hope that uh, you get a chance to, that the wrists do you some favors and, and help out a little bit. I also noticed that you have done uh, some uh, classic Magic uh, uh, gameplays on your casual play. Uh, what, what is that? The PC version that you're playing when you played on stream? Yeah, so um, so and I, I've speedrun speedrun magic as well. Oh, you're speedrunning. Yeah, about? yeah, that's right. You were speedrun. I'm okay. sorry, it wasn't casual. Okay. My apologies. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, so that's called uh, Chandelar. Um, I, I believe that came out in like ninety, either ninety three or ninety five. I was definitely a kid. I remember when it came out. I was a kid. So yeah, um, and I didn't play it back then. But like I, I, I saw some magic streamers playing it. 
Um, and I, I discovered that um, there was a speed run for it. The Boyks um, is a speed runner. He's actually going to be at uh, AGDQ running Crotel oh, Innovations. Cool. A cute little game with the crow, which I want to <laughs> check out. It looks really fun. Um, but yeah, he used to, going back, I thought about bringing him up earlier. He he started off as a magic streamer, got partner, and then got into speed running, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, so he um, he actually helped me out a lot and answered some questions. But so you're going through this crazy map. It's just RNG shit show, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, so like I grinded it for like two weeks. I was like, OK, I'm not in last place. I got to be done. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 an awesome game, but um, it's I, I've brutal. never I've never speed run a game like that. Are are there things that you do you have to set up your DOS box or whatever emulator you're using a certain way so that settings are consistent for runs? Like how do they how, how does that work for games like that? So someone, I mean, because that that got some popularity just from general Magic players like oh. a few years ago, I think. Got so it. someone created some kind of installer um, that just you know, we'll work uh, with cool. you know, Vista 7, 10, etc. Um, so yeah. So, so everyone's running it basically at the same uh, rate or speed, I should say. Right. Got it. Cool. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it. Um, if you don't mind just talking briefly about it, I know you're um, endeavoring on a new podcast. And yeah. one of the uh, things that uh, made me start this one is that there isn't a whole lot of this kind of content out there and i want to hear like i enjoy listening to speedrunners this is the whole thing I, I really enjoy hearing people talk about their process when it comes to this whole thing i'm curious what mm -hmm. sets you on your journey to start one and when can we expect like tell us a little bit about it yeah sure and yeah thanks so much for asking and yeah I, i've been trying to you know spread the word about yours as much as i can thank you as well yeah i love what you're doing here um yeah so it's it's called good luck go fast um great name myself. by the way i love the name <laughs> thank you appreciate that um uh, myself and zarilla 33 who's another speed runner that i've become friends with just freaking hilarious dude he's gonna be my co-host i don't know so yeah if you have, if you haven't followed him definitely give him a follow as well absolutely going to um but yeah so i mean it's something i've been thinking about for a while I've, I've always liked the idea of doing it um I think there's, I mean, I, I like what you're saying too, as far as talking about people's processes and stuff, which I like that side of it, but I also like the idea of kind of doing, um, going into like different sectors of, of speed running and retro speed running is kind of what got me thinking about it. Um, just, you know, what pulls people certain ways, whether it's, you know, the types of systems they want to run on or, you know, I, I got thinking about like people that do like retro achievements, you know, which like, oh, some yeah. people left speed running to do that. Mm -hmm. Or some people started with retro achievements yep. and have come to speed running. Um, so, yeah, I just I feel like, you know, I like talking. I like hearing people talk about interesting things. Um, plus, I, we're going to treat this as just a nice, fun outlet. Like we've we both appreciate comedy. Mm. Not that we're, you know, freaking hilarious or anything, <laughs> but uh, like we've we've worked up some bits and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're our first episode is going to be happening early January. We we both got sick, uh, <laughs> otherwise it would have happened already. Speaking of comedy, come on now, how, right. how are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, and what pushed me to to get it started too was you know the wrist. I was like, all right, I got nothing to do now, so 
um you know let's let's do this idea and then like literally after like we announced it i saw that you had started a podcast too <laughs> it's like oh god he's gonna think i stole his podcast Damn idea. It. no not at all i think that's what i think if there's plenty of room for everyone um and yeah I, sure I, you can probably relate to this and most of the people in the chat are speedrunners. It, it's not easy to talk and speed run at the same time like to field questions and a lot of times you don't get a chance to hey that's really interesting let's talk about that you don't get a chance yeah. to really do that <laughs> during the course of a speed run. So uh, that's one of the things I think podcasting is so perfect for that. And this is what I'm so looking forward to your podcast about as well is um, you mentioned you're doing it. I I don't know if you'll do it more than once a month, but you were start, you were going to mention once a month or something more regular than that. Like just having a chance to, to, to explore some things that you don't get to do in a typical right. stream, you know? Yeah. And honestly, and hopefully we can do more, more than once a month, but you know, Zarilla's uh, he's a father as well. Yeah. Mm. I think he has two kids. Oh man. Um, and he's, you know, he's a uh, self-employed, mm-hmm. um, he does similar work to you oh, as cool. you do production, he's marketing, in, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and screenwriting and stuff. So oh, he's very a cool. real, really, really bright guy. Um, so I, I don't want to stretch him too thin either. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's a whole world of, of things to do and, and talk about. So I'm excited. I find I think it's great that some of the speedrunners have been able to make this their full time career, but for the vast majority oh, yeah. of us, you know, we uh, we we have lives and careers and things like that. So, right. um, <laughs> finding time to do this stuff is mostly passion work. Like, I, it sounds like it's something you want to do because it sounds like you want to spend some, you know, you, you want to talk to Zarillo about and like explore that stuff. It's not <laughs> there's there's, there's not going to be this is there's no money involved in it or anything like right. that. So. <laughs> yeah, we want we want to make jokes about powdered fruit beverages <laughs> like half of our jokes are about tang <laughs> i'm already i'm in i'm in yeah uh, i know you guys already have a twitter set up is there uh, tang we, gaming. Uh, is the um is the is the uh, stream live yet or do we have to wait for it to go live before we can subscribe so yeah you can uh, you can check us out um so we're yeah, look us up on twitter to find all the links but yeah we have a twitch page youtube page and a discord um, we would like to, I, I just haven't looked into it yet, but we'd like to get, you know, the full RSS feed and get ourselves out there on the different podcast sites. Um, yeah, we're, I, we're trying to just get, get the ball running. I'll include rolling. the links in the show notes in case you aren't able to visit them, but it's, it's got a, uh, good luck go fast, right? Am I going to get the order? Correct? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good name. Ah, I love it. It's so, it's so speed runny. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it, when you are able to make your return to your stream and speed running and things like that, where can we find you? Where, 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 where's your place on the internet? Sure. So, uh, you can go to www. <laughs> and you have to say the www. <laughs> like it's 1993. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> HTTP. Uh, such a dork. Uh, my my website, which will take you to my um, Twitch page, is zoop.club. So you can go to zoop.club to find me. So Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash stormcrow56k. Um, you can find me the same way on Twitter. Uh, got a Discord, all that fun stuff. So Dude, I had no idea you had zoop.club. That is so awesome. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, well, for, for like nine more months, and then they're going to want to charge me way too much money. So we'll have to be like zoop.derp or something. Just keep changing it. It'll be right. the ever-evolving door that is zoop. Yep. <laughs> find zoop. Them on zoop. My... Okay, apparently we can find you on MySpace as well. Yeah. There you go. To bring it full circle. Yes, thank you, Tiago. 
Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the insight and giving uh, giving me your time. I really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, Thank I'm you still, so much for having me. Oh, dude, it's been great. I can't wait for your podcast to show. And I hope I, I know it's going to happen at some point. You're going to make your return. I'm able to watch you speed run again. But I hope you're I'm I hope sure you're able to heal and get better from it. So thanks for joining. I appreciate me. that. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to share it with family and friends. Or you can leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Anything like that goes a real long way to helping out the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a good one.